0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, cry baby. Too young to be square, too tough to be shocked, too late to be saved.
1: I was just really sad that no cars flew at the end of this movie.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Troy. And we have no Hotlanta. No. Nope. He He's had too much John Waters, he can't take it.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be in real trouble if he's already tapped out.
1: <laughs> he's gonna be in big trouble. In little Middletown.
0: Middle-sized <laughs> Middletown. <size>,
1: middle <laughs> I don't know, I have no idea how big it is, so... Moderate. middle, Middling. It's a middling size.
0: Big enough for drugs and prostitutes.
1: I don't think you need to be very big for that. No. It just takes one.
0: I guess that's true. One drug and one prostitute. Yep. I'm sorry, sex worker.
1: Yeah, commercial sex worker, yes.
0: But yeah, we continue on with John Waters.
1: Yep, we're going backwards through his oeuvre. So this was the next on the list, and it is certainly just a little bit weirder than Pecker. Yes, and more musical. Much. But could you tell us how this movie starts, Chris? Well, it starts with uh, polio vaccines, like you do. Ah, uh, vaccination! I have I have things to say about vaccination, folks. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine pass away this week from COVID because she was not vaccinated. And, uh, all of your listeners, you know, you're listening to us. So obviously you have good taste and I would like to assume that you have are vaccinated, but I can't say that for certain. So I would like to say to you, if you are not vaccinated, get vaccinated. The vaccine's not going to hurt you. COVID can kill you. It killed a 44 year old woman who went to the gym multiple times a week for years beforehand. And it's not like it's only old people or only people who don't work, who don't work out or things like that. It will kill anyone. Uh, so please, please get vaccinated. I'd like to keep you as a listener, not a zombie listener. Cause for some reason, our, uh, our metrics don't pick up zombies. I think, I guess they use the, the incognito mode. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to have you as a counted listener. So if you are not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. I just got my booster this weekend because I'm a big believer. And I hope you are too. Well said. And, and, and so there ends my PSA. And so, like I said, I've never. Until last week, I'd never seen a John Waters movie. so I was really not expecting to see Tracy Lords in this movie because I was like, oh shit that's Tracy Lords and then I'm like, oh, that other lady's really ugly but has a nice butt, I guess because <laughs> they they play that they do that joke in the movie
0: yeah um, that's your introduction yeah. to oh hatchet, hatchet face.
1: face yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I recognize some of these people. They were definitely in Pecker. Um, But, yeah, this – and it was just funny watching people, like, react like they were being killed when they were being given the polio vaccine.
0: Yeah. Well, because it's 1954, we should say.
1: Yes. Yes. We're in, like, full greaser period.
0: Yeah. And – uh we're meeting up and everybody's in line for the vaccine and we're meeting up with the rival factions. Yes. You have the drapes. Yeah. Which, couldn't, do couldn't we know why you. they
1: were called the drapes?
0: Um, they like window coverings. I have no idea.
1: Okay. I like, I didn't know if there was just someone like, Oh yeah, he called them the drapes because he thought, it, cause he was going to call the other ones, the curtains. And then we'd have the curtains match the drapes. But I don't know. Like, Fuck if I know what they're called, the drapes. No idea. Um, yeah, but that's that's Johnny Depp, Crybaby. Mm-hmm. His sister, Ricky Lake. Uh, Tracy Lords. Uh, Hatchet Face and her boyfriend, who I have no idea what his name is.
0: I don't recall.
1: I mean, it's not really important to the movie in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and those are your drapes. Yep. And then for the squares, you have Amy Locaine slash Sander D. And then you have some really annoying dudes. Yeah, the
0: interchangeable toast white guys.
1: Yeah, like the waspiest of the wasps. Yeah. The flying assholes.
0: And uh, as they're getting shots, uh, Crybaby and Sandra D go up at the same time and they kind of make eyes at each other. Yeah. And cry baby cries one single tear while he gets his shot.
1: And like while looking soulfully into her eyes. Yeah. And And
0: keep in mind they're all supposed to be in high school and I think the youngest person in this movie aside from the literal children is probably Tracy Lords who is in her early 20s I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Johnny Depp is like fucking 27 or some shit in this movie.
1: Yeah, because was what, 1990? <laughs> yeah, give or take. Yeah, and so, yeah, although I am kind of surprised that Sandra D just didn't slide right off the stool like a slip and slide when, when Johnny Depp was staring soulfully into her eyes. I mean, was, I did. Yeah. I just, I love that that's how he got cast for Nightmare on Elm Street. Have you heard that story? No. No, so the producer or director or somebody was like going through headshots of guys that were gonna play Johnny Depp's character. And so he's like asked his like teenage daughter, Well, who which of these should I cast? And she's like, him, because he's dreamy.
0: That's thematically correct.
1: Yep, and that's how he got cast. And so but he's pulling he's like going full smolder in this uh, in this scene at her. he's he sheds his one tear. Like, an, like a trash-picking-up Native American.
0: Yeah, even though that guy was Italian. Yes. But. And we just basically get the, the idea that the squares are, well, squares.
1: Yeah. And they're douchey as fuck.
0: Yeah, there's some real, like, frat boy energy going on.
1: Yeah, and, like, some, like, really, like, whitewashed toxic masculinity yeah like it's it's there's definitely like it's toxic masculinity but they've like tried to make it look and sound as nice as possible until you like you listen to what they say and then you kind of think the repercussions of it you're like oh that's really shitty like really shitty yeah and uh
0: the head wasp does not like that they're making eyes at each other.
1: Right. The she cuz she like runs like a charm school or something.
0: Well, her her grandma.
1: Her grandma does. Oh, but the head wasp you mean like uh Sandra D's boyfriend.
0: Yeah, he's the head wasp.
1: Okay. Yeah. And they're and uh, they're leaving
0: after the shots. And Sandra D comes up to cry baby. And she's like, hey, what's, uh, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> and they're smitten with one another almost immediately. Yes.
1: yes. Although, I mean, presumably they both go to the same school. So they probably have seen each other and kind of over time developed an attraction. But we don't see that because this is a movie. So yeah. it just kind of feels like they're just like, oh, they like love at first sight.
0: Yeah. And the pacing in this movie is super fast.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny too cuz like the on the way from the high school to his car, we find out that uh that Tracy Lord's parents are like super supportive, like loving parents and they're super wholesome. Like her mom's a crossing guard and her dad's a bus driver. Yeah. And and she's just like, oh, God, for <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's so funny because it's, it's like Tracy Lords and her parents are like the most wholesome, well-meaning people ever to grace the screen. And they uh, so they're they're sharing a,
0: a quick word when Head Wasp comes out and he's like, hey, are you making time with my girl? Or some fifty shit I don't know how to say.
1: Yeah, or never want to say.
0: And uh, Crybaby's like, hey, man, she just came over here, man. Like, get off my back. Yeah, like, yeah, back up off my nuts, dude. And at this point, uh, Sandra Dee's grandma pulls
1: up. Oh, yes, Mrs. Um, who the fuck's the lady from uh, Mrs. Garrison? Yeah. Girls? <laughs> yep. Only and, not as cool as Mrs. Garrison.
0: Yeah. And she does not like these uh, juvenile delinquents. <laughs> not nope. one bit.
1: Nope. Because she runs a charm school with, to teach the boys and girls how to be fine, upstanding citizens. And how to use their their bees to to be good people. The, the four bees. Yep. Boobs, butt... Bush and balls. Yep. No,
0: wait. That's probably not right.
1: It should be. <laughs> but yeah. So and he's like, "Hey, Mrs. Garrison, I heard that there's going to be a talent show at your uh, your charm school. Maybe I should come and sing." And she's like, "Oh no." Yeah, you're she not, <laughs>
0: clutches her pearls in disgust. Yep. <laughs> and and they, then she uh...
1: picks up Sandra D. and. Head wasp and drives off with them. Yeah, and uh, after Sandra Dee's like, "Crybaby, I'd love to hear you sing." Yeah, which double entendre, probably. Yep.
0: So they uh, they speed off with the the crybaby gang, which I believe is their technical name.
1: Yeah, the drapes.
0: Yeah. And they they kind of are following after them, you know, because of the smittening. Mhm. And they perform That's my
1: favorite White Wolf game. The smittening. Drapes the smittening. He
0: drapes the smittening because all White Wolf games are named something colon the something.
1: Well, I mean, you have Vampire, the Masquerade,
0: Werewolf, the Apocalypse,
1: Werewolf the Apocalypse, Apocalypse, Mage, the Awake, Mage, the Ascension, have uh, Wraith the Oblivion. And changing the Dreaming, that was the old world darkness. And then the Chronicles of Darkness slash new world darkness is Vampire the Requiem, Werewolf the Forsaken, uh, Mage the Awakening, Geist the Sin Eaters, uh, Deviant the Renegades, uh, Beast the Primordial, Mummy the Curse, and Demon the Descent. How much is they paying you to say that? Nothing. I wish they were. Yeah, you should really, you should really get better
0: <laughs> representation because I feel be like yes, they should be paying you the, for that.
1: Yeah, can I get like a free PDF out of this or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, White Wolf. I'm sure you want to associate your brand with us.
1: <laughs> yes. Why not? Uh, but yeah. So yeah. So drapes the drapes the smittening is my my new favorite White Wolf game.
0: And they uh, they follow after Team Wasp, and yep. they uh, perform some reckless driving, but not while mm-hmm. drinking, because Crybaby does not drink and drive. You hear that, kids? Do not drink and drive.
1: Although the lady who plays Sandra D does get in an accident while drunk driving in real life.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that happened.
1: And I think maybe killed someone.
0: Yeah, yeah. So really, don't drink and drive. I mean, that's, no, that's yeah. Bad.
1: You know, you might kill someone, and that's not good. You also might hurt yourself, which also is not good.
0: And uh, they sing a little song for him while they're driving. They sing a song at them.
1: Yes, soulfully. Yeah, and. The things get a little squeaky on on Sandra D's side of the car.
0: Yep, and then uh, everybody goes their separate ways. Team Wasp heads to the Charm School, where they're going to have the talent show. Yep, and that's when we learned the the four Bs. It's like beauty, brains,
1: bounty, as well. The last one,
0: breeding and bounty. Yes. I don't know why they're such a fan of paper towels, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean they are the quicker picker upper.
0: I like brawny. I think that would have worked better, but Yeah. It's it's more fun to say. Brawny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, it's a little too lumberjacky for them though.
0: <laughs> I like my paper towels like I like my lumberjacks. Absorbent.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh <sighs> and uh they're singing. Um, uh, forgive me for my lack of understanding the dichotomy that they pose of fifties music, but I guess it's the less cool fifties music, it's like Shaboom like, or some shit,
1: or like doo wop.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's some doo wop shit.
1: Yeah, which I kind of enjoy doo wop, but you know, this was not the best rendition of doo wop ever
0: and uh you know
1: they're they're shaboom shaboom
0: yeah and uh what's her head Sandra D she sings some song
1: that's also equally lame yep cuz it's it's all like a bunch of really white people stealing music from black people
0: yeah and then this is when uh she has like her her boyfriend is like seeing her in a wedding gar- dress and all that, but she's seeing the, s- the same kind of thing, but he keeps morphing her boyfriend into crybaby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're like making eyes at each other, but you- their fantasies are slightly different.
0: Yeah. And then we cut over to Turkey Point.
1: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so the drapes arrive home. Yeah. And there is a dude in a water basin scrubbing himself with a stick and whatever sponge on a stick. And that dude is Iggy pop.
0: Yeah. That's Iggy pop as fuck.
1: And I was like, cause he cut his hair and he also doesn't look as old because I'm used to seeing Iggy pop, how he looks now. And I was like, but he's definitely like as wiry as fucking Iggy pop is. And yeah, Iggy Pop is his grandfather, uh, his uncle. Uncle,
0: it's the lineage uncle. is confusing.
1: Well, because it may, it does it circle, it might circle back on itself a little bit too, for all we know.
0: Yeah, it seems like it might because he's married yeah. to his grandma, but yes. perhaps uncle is just a familial term, not not literal uncle per se,
1: right? Yeah, kind of like. People who have, like, they have their kids call their good friends uncle or aunt so-and-so. Yeah. I Which, used
0: to call my grandpa's uh, boyfriend uncle because I was too young, and then I figured
1: it all out. Yep. And you just called him Grandpa as well.
0: Yeah. No, I ca- I just called him Chris. Yeah, oh, okay. Because that was his name.
1: Yeah. That wasn't confusing for you at all? No, I, I
0: had object permanence, so I knew I was an individual at that point. That I knew good. I wasn't him.
1: <laughs> but if you're Chris, who am I? Oh, no, there can only be one Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, I have friends who, like, we're... I am Mr. Troy to them because they're their kids. Because they're like, it's weird to call people who aren't your family uncle to us, so... We'll have he'll you know, we'll have the kids call you Mr. Troy. I'm like, that's fine with me, I don't care. They could just call me Troy as well.
0: Yeah. Like it's your name that. or something.
1: Yeah. And uh
0: It turns out the people of Turkey Point are uh self described rednecks. Yes. But in a fifties version of redneck, not in a more modern version of redneck. Redneck being more uh Rockabilly, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, his grandma sells used car parts. Yeah, cars that she didn't purchase. And it's, yeah,
0: the hotter than a pistol, I believe.
1: Yep, and that they, they use uh, Ricky Lake's children to help uh, help steal the cars. The
0: cars ain't gonna <laughs> steal themselves. <laughs>
1: And when I say children, I mean, like, five-year-old children?
0: Yeah, somewhere between five and ten.
1: Which, she, her character is in high school?
0: Yeah, she got started early.
1: I'm gonna go, hopefully, five years old? Yeah. And she's also
0: actively knocked up, we should say.
1: Yes, and I was like, at first, I like, wasn't sure, because, you know, I wasn't gonna judge, but then they're like, "Oh, okay, she's pregnant." Yeah, that is a pretty like round pregnant belly.
0: And we also but, meet up with uh, I don't recall her name the the one girl who who gets Lenora. Yeah, yeah, who's super into cry baby, but that is not reciprocated.
1: Oh yeah, she's like, like just like throws herself at him almost literally at one point, and he like just has like doesn't even notice she's there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Crybaby likes his women bad, not easy.
1: Yes, I believe uh, is how Ricky Lake states at some point. Yeah, yep. And uh, let's see. Uh, Yeah, so they get there and uh, they say all say their hellos. They go inside and uh, Grandma's like, "I love you, kids. Like I like this about you, and I like this about you, and and it's." The, the qualities that she's praising, are maybe not the, uh, the standard qualities you would praise children for, but they uh, they still get their praise, but then they present Crybaby with uh, a present.
0: Yeah, and it's a sick ass motorcycle. Yeah, it took a lot of hubcaps.
1: Yeah, they sell a lot of hubcaps to get that.
0: And so he uh, fires it up. Because he's gonna go see if he can't pick up old Sandra D. for the jukebox jamboree that night, where he's yes. gonna be performing.
1: Yes. Oh, at some point they go to the lake to go swimming. The the drapes do. Yeah, and there's that that dude trying to get like pinup and or nudie shots of the girls there. Yeah, for three dollars. Yep, a shot, which. And it was just like, it's like and Tracy Lord's is like, ooh, get away from me, creep, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, they did that on purpose, but still, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. That's a, that's a funny, funny little bit. I got it. So he, uh, we find out that, um, hatchet faces boyfriend, his parents are like super religious, like evangelical types.
0: Yeah, they sit outside of uh, the turkey foot or whatever the fuck.
1: Turkey Point?
0: Yeah, Turkey Point hauling through a megaphone all day about how they're sinners, you know. It's got some real uh, Westboro Baptist energy. Yeah. Even right down to blaming uh, the homosexuals at one point.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going straight to hell.
0: And, uh, Crybaby shows up at the, uh, Charm School, apologizes for the earlier shenanigans involving car singing, mm-hmm. and asks if, uh, Sandra D can come hang out. But old, uh, Head Wasp, he ain't having it. He takes a nope. swing at him. But Crybaby swings back.
1: And knocks him on his ass. Yeah. And, uh, or you can just call a guy Chad, right? Like, he's got, like, that's, big Chad energy.
0: Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And, uh, grandma's
1: like, you know what?
0: Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let her. So, thinking she, that
1: she'll probably just, like, get it out of her system.
0: Yeah. You know, go there and she's going to be like, oh, gross. And then come back and be like, oh, that was terrible. I'll never do it again. Yep. Once she sees how the other half lives.
1: Yeah. The, the, Lesser born, lesser bounteous people. Yeah. They don't know
0: nothing about no breeding. I mean, they do, but it's not very selective, I suppose. It's a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The fact that breeding is one of the tenants is just, oh, that's the worst. <laughs>
0: that's, that's so good. Oh, it's so <laughs>
1: racist. <laughs> oh. I mean, like, anyway, I, but honestly, like, people thought that way. So, like, I get it, but I just, like, I cringe every time I think about it.
0: So, uh, they show up, and the, the crybaby girls, as they call themselves, mm-hmm. they walk up, and it looks like they're none too pleased, but it turns out they just don't care for Sandra Dee's attire.
1: Yeah, basically. They're, and they're also kind of, like, I think trying to see just how cool she is. Like, Yeah. And, but, like, she actually is, like, a decent person and isn't, like, a, a terrible, like, evil square and uh yeah and so they like ask her a bunch of questions which she answers and they're like oh we kind of like you so yeah
0: but that that gown isn't gonna cut it so you need a bad girl makeover
1: yep they put her in leather pants tight leather pants and oh wait no that's that's the other sandra d i
0: uh, know that's accurate at this point uh, okay some yeah they, she's got like some tight pants and like a a.
1: Say Olivia Newton Johnner.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's time for the performance. Yes. And, and it uh, turns
1: I, out that his gang is also his band.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say for the record, I think the only person who actually played their instrument was uh, Tracy Lords on the Triangle. <laughs> uh,
1: I was going to say that Hatchet Face. Plays the second best saxophone I've seen in a movie. Yeah, no, she she jams it. Yeah, yeah. Number one being what Tom Capello from uh, Lost Boys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good.
1: I still believe. <laughs> and uh, they rock out
0: to the the Cry Baby King song.
1: Yeah, which is like a rockabilly kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and and. You know, just to put it out somewhere The music in this is to- It's fine, it's fine Yeah,
1: It's enjoyable, if you <laughs> like 50's music
0: Yeah, it fits the The theming well The Choreography and stuff, it's all fine Except Johnny Depp can't dance, turns out
1: yeah, Which is Which apparently Johnny Depp does not Like to dance so I thought that was funny that like it would be IMDb trivia, he does not like to dance. And I'm like, I feel like Johnny Depp could dance. Like I mean, he does some great physical work, like in Benny in June. You'd think he could uh cut a rug, but I guess not. He's no Patrick Swayze or uh um who's the other guy I'm thinking of now? God damn it. I don't forget. He's no Patrick Swayze. Yeah, but who is? Nobody anymore. That, yikes.
0: It's no Roadhouse, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yes, because that's what the movie that everyone thinks of Patrick Swayze dancing in is Roadhouse, Chris. Yeah,
0: felt for me. <laughs> he dancing on that dude's face.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, he's no, he could have been a Chippendales dancer. <laughs> so uh,
0: everybody's having a good time. They're singing. Uh, Lenore. That uh, I believe "hussy" is the term they use. Throws her underwear at him, but he is not a not pleased. Johnny Depp.
1: Nope. There's also is this where like Sandra, like Lenora, tells Sandra D that she's pregnant with Crybaby's baby. No. Okay. Spoilers.
0: Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but uh she calls Sandra D up to sing because she's now the Crybaby Queen and she starts singing all like poorly like she did at the talent show but then she rocks it out rockabilly style yeah and
1: everybody's like
0: hey you're all right he
1: brought out the music in her
0: and then uh the, you know the performance is over
1: they head out to make out field yes where he teach oh no Amy Locane is the youngest in this she's 17 is she? The actress. She does not look 17. She looks like 27, but... Yeah. She is 17, and Johnny Depp literally had to teach her how to French kiss. Oh, that's
0: uh, weird, since he's, yep. like, in his late 20s.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: C- cool Johnny Depp, I guess. Yeah,
1: totally. And apparently her mom was there on set the whole time because you know her child was underage. And so like her mom had to watch Johnny Depp teach her how to French kiss. Okay, right now it's more awkward.
0: (laughs) I'm just trying to wrap my head around like the series of events that's unfolding. So I'm fucking Mama Lokane. I'm watching yep. my 17 year old daughter get taught how to French kiss by a 26 year old man. Well, John Waters is like, no, it's going to be totally fine.
1: <laughs> it's art. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Because there's nothing creepy about John Waters, <laughs> he's totally believable. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. IMDb Trivia has some fun stuff, there's a couple fun things in the movie, and that's one of them. The other one being apparently FBI was like trying to find Tracy Lords at the production because this was like three years after her whole uh, like underage porn thing. Whoops. And uh, which I have to go say like that was the, the, the that has the best defense for people to get out of trouble for that one because she'd gotten a passport that said she was 18. Well, yeah. So the the argument the defense made was if the government couldn't figure out that she wasn't 18, why are you arresting us? Why are you trying to convict us for not being able to do it? That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so but so the, apparently the FBI was looking for her and they kind of just hit her. And then she was kind of feeling bad about the whole thing. So everyone on set was just telling her about all of their run-ins with the police and the problems they'd had with the police before to make her feel better. That's pretty good. <laughs> because, you know, someone that John Waters knew was, had legal problems? I couldn't someplace. believe it. Weird. But it's like, like so wholesome, you know? <laughs> yeah. In a very John Waters kind of way. It is a
0: very wholesome John Waters move. Yeah. John Waters is a very wholesome guy regardless of what things you'll see later might say <laughs> to the
1: contrary <laughs> he just had to work it out he had to work some things out it's fine so they're uh they're hanging out in make out field
0: and we we learn about uh the crybaby's backstory
1: yes well and her backstory too
0: yeah to a degree
1: yeah. Uh because her oh, because her parents died in a plane in in plane crashes. Yeah. Because they were they were both flying somewhere, but they took separate planes like to the fucking president and vice president. So in case one goes down, the other one still survives. But somehow both planes ended up crashing and killing them.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's an orphan.
1: Which is fucking ridiculous, but I love it.
0: And crybaby's like, no, it's cool. I am also an orphan.
1: Yes. And and I have a uh, and my parents were killed by electricity. Yeah. He's got a tattoo of a fucking electric chair on his chest. <laughs> Cuz his dad was the Alphabet Bomber. Yeah. whose
0: life's mission was to explode things in alphabetical
1: order. <laughs> and when he and they started with B, right? Like bookstore or something. I was like are they going to reveal later that A was airplane? It was airport. Oh, airport! Like I thought, they were reveal that he ended up blowing up her parents or something. No, it's just but a that weird was bit. Not a thing. It was it was so silly and so good.
0: And uh, that got his dad the electric chair, and his mom got the electric chair for being an accessory, I guess, even though she couldn't spell. <laughs> which I thought was a funny defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And but that's why he. He cries. He does a bad thing every day and cries one single solitary tear for his parents. Yes, which is a, a very endearing trait.
1: Yeah, it, and a hoodlum.
0: And uh, at this point, the uh, the squares have snuck uh, snuck in and they are vandalizing the drape's cars. They're like painting. Like drapes or nerds or whatever on their cars and smashing out windows. And yeah, and they see a uh, crybaby's sick motorcycle. So they decide the best course of action is to set it on fire and roll it into a crowd of people.
1: Well, yes, because the squares are fucking horrible people.
0: Yeah, they're monsters.
1: Yeah,
0: they're- they show up in a literal gang with literal torches.
1: Yeah. What wait, so they marched somewhere with tiki torches?
0: Ah, uh, so, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. If only there was a precedent for that.
0: Yeah, right. Charlottesville. Sure and uh we get your classic uh you know like 50s fight. Yeah. With the two rival factions or fisticuffin.
1: Yes. And uh Ricky Lake's son, like, shoots one of them in the forehead with a dart gun. Like a sticky it's like a sucker dart gun. Yeah. Suction cup dart, that's what I'm looking for. So I think he goes on to play Hawkeye in one of the Marvel movies. And uh Tracy Lords punches a guy with her tit. Just, <laughs> yeah. I had to Well because they say earlier that like that wherever women like breasts are their weapons or something yeah that she literally uses her breasts as weapons, which I
0: mean no, I don't think that would work particularly well for anyone. <laughs> it seems like it would hurt you more than them.:
1: Yeah, from what I know, women do not do not like being punched in the tits, so I can't imagine punching people with your tits is any better.
0: I mean unless you got like some kind of colossus power where you could just turn it metal
1: there you go and then sock
0: somebody with it maybe
1: (laughs) clang did did your did your boob just clang what what, i don't know what you're talking about
0: no no don't yours yeah i thought everybody's did that weird
1: i'm just now imagining every women with like breasts who have x-men powers like cyclops is like just shoots like force blasts out of her boobs and yeah, it's 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 you weird. have to wear, like, a ruby-colored bra over them, though, to, to, to keep them?
0: Well, I mean, I pitched my idea for this new X-Men, but uh, Marvel wasn't feeling it. I'm like, no, because their tits do it. And they're like, sir, we've told you several times.
1: I mean, Nightcrawler boobs would be the
0: worst. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of disappear. Bam! <laughs> Bam <laughs> all over the fucking place. <laughs> Wolverine boobs go shinked.
1: <laughs> yeah, snick- <laughs> oh they shit heal real quickly <laughs> i mean i think jubilees would be the ones i would like the best like because you know you're you know you're doing good when they shoot off fireworks
0: yeah well if you have wolverine boobs they they live uh, a lot longer than the host so they're just <laughs> boobs out in the field somewhere after a war <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they do that the old man logan boobs comic where they're very very saggy
0: <laughs> oh shit that's that's a bad we're, bit
1: we're terrible. <laughs> we are terrible people
0: uh we deserve what we get sometimes i suppose
1: yeah i mean i think morph would be the big winner
0: What are juggernaut booms do
1: juggernaut boobs do? They never
0: stop. <laughs> they're, they're incredibly massy. <laughs> they just
1: punch through anything.
0: <laughs> Goofying the poor person attached to them, but the boobs are still intact. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta run boob first through a wall. Uh. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut tits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. anyway where were we <laughs> oh, straight to the lords was punching a dude with her boobs
0: yeah thanks john waters this is your <laughs> fault yeah so the the cops show up inexplicably i don't know how the fuck the cops got called to this remote location on the outskirts of town that quickly but
1: mm. pulled off pulled out their cell phone They were doing the squares. They probably fucking warned the police that there was like a party going on before they went there to make trouble.
0: And this is when uh, Lena? Lana? Lenora. Lenora. This is when Lenora says that she's heavy with child.
1: Yes. With crybaby's baby.
0: Which is a lie. Yes. And uh, the cops show up. They arrest... All of the drapes, but none of the squares.
1: But they do ar- arrest Sandra D. Yeah,
0: well, that's because she's in drape regalia. Yeah. <laughs> drape regalia. And uh, they take him to the court in the middle of the night, which doesn't seem and like a the, thing.
1: Yeah, the the Honorable Harry Anderson was not presiding either.
0: Yeah, there's no bull.
1: No John Larroquette. No Marky Post.
0: No six saxophone solo to bring the end of the whole thing.
1: <laughs> no uh, no Andrew Robinson. Or Marshall Warfield.
0: I'm impressed and alarmed at your knowledge of Night Court cast. Oh,
1: I f- <laughs> fucking loved Night Court as a kid loved it like until like it got weird when like dan became like the phantom of the opera of the courthouse that's kind of when i gave up on that show
0: that's uh that's what introduced us americans to the comedy stylings of yakov smirnov
1: yes (laughs) uh that show was wild and uh watching some some episodes of it now I might yeah I remember what the old lady gar or bailiff was before Marshall Warfield but she was funny too
0: it was like Rose or something I think
1: maybe I don't know
0: I haven't seen an episode of Night Court in a time period
1: oh it's been at least 21 years for me
0: but anyway they're they're at court yes and they're being tried simultaneously
1: and, like, for some reason, the judge is lit from underneath. It's weird. I I couldn't figure that out. I was like, why is his underside of his chin bright? Like, why did they put a light down there? Like, are they trying to go for, like, campfire horror? Like, flashlight under the chin thing? Like, I was confused. Which is fair. Yeah.
0: And, uh, this group of to 30-year-olds are being tried for generalized juvenile delinquency. Yes. Uh, Their parents are there speaking on their behalf. Uh, The religious folks have been praying all night.
1: And speaking in tongues.
0: Yeah. There's a pretty good bit with uh, Tracy Tracy Lord's
1: parents. Because she tells her parents to get the fuck out of there or something, or to fuck off or something, and they bleep her. And then the, and then the wife turns to the dad, the dad, and says, "What does, you know, bleep mean?" And he's like, "Oh, that's just the thing the kids say now to, for whatever." And she's like, and then she turns to the, so the mom turns to the judge and says, "Fuck to the judge," <laughs> but they don't bleep that one. It's the weirdest thing.
0: You know why? I know why. No. It's a ratings oh, it's, thing. Is it? You can always okay. say, "Fuck," once.
1: Oh, okay. You can only
0: have a hard swear one time for ratings purposes.
1: To be PG thirteen? Yeah. Okay.
0: So there was too many fucks.
1: No, but it's it's fucking hilarious though, because it's just like they bleep it twice and they say it like they'll to the straight up to the judge. That's yeah. The last person they should say fuck to. <laughs> like, okay. Can can
0: we just get my daughter and go the fuck home? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then we get uh hatchet parents. Yep.
1: Oh, and her mom's like in an iron lung. Yeah, because she's got the what the the emphysema or something.
0: Yeah, from smoking. Yeah, and she's smoking in court because her taxes yeah. pay. She paid taxes on cigarettes. She's allowed to smoke in court.
1: <laughs> Works for me.
0: And uh, everybody basically gets to go home, except for Crybaby. Crybaby takes the fall for uh, Sandra D. Yeah,
1: they just, like, they throw the book at him.
0: Yeah, and he ends up in the Maryland Juvenile Correctional Facility. Yes. Uh, His sister, Ricky Lake, her kids get taken to... Orphanage. Orphanage. And, uh, so... Crybaby gets Locked up And this is apparently a media sensation
1: Yes And Lenora is there Telling the press about how She is pregnant with Crybaby's child Yeah
0: because he's an orphan and he wants a real family For his offspring Yes And Sandra D hears it on the radio And she is very sad
1: Yeah, because she feels like she didn't know Crybaby at all with him like knocking up women and not even, apparently, in love with her, I guess.
0: So they take uh, Crybaby to lock up and everybody say hi to Willem Dafoe for the next 60 seconds.
1: Yep, he's got a whole minute of of screen time. Where he uh, has them all say their prayers to various things. See, this is only the second time I've seen Willem Dafoe in the podcast movies. But you guys watched that one with the, like, the Lars von Trier one, right? Antichrist. Yeah.
0: The story of a man who was going through a messy divorce and made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, Willem Dafoe stunt dick. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that I did not see that one for the podcast. So I can only claim about a minute and 20 seconds of Willem Dafoe's time in the podcast. And uh, he has them all, you know, thank God
0: for the draft board. Thank God for fucking Dwight Eisenhower. Thank God for the Maryland Department of Juvenile Corrections. Yeah. He slaps uh, Crybaby on the ass and calls it a night.
1: Well, he also tells Crybaby he's getting a haircut.
0: Yeah, a specific haircut that makes him literally wretch. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what kind of haircut that is, but...
1: Probably like the haircut I gave myself recently. Did you vomit? No, but it probably would make Crybaby vomit.
0: That's fair. Even though I guess Crybaby would be like 93 right now, but...
1: Yeah. So he he might like a grandpa haircut. I don't know. No, I'm still using clippers on myself because I can't bring myself to go to a barber yet.
0: That's fair. Yeah. So he's locked up. And uh and- Sandra D renounces her drape affiliations. Yes. And heads back to uh be with the squares.
1: Yes. And she doesn't really seem real happy about it, though.
0: Yeah. And, uh... Uh,
1: It's better than, you know, being a drape when Crybaby doesn't like you or love you.
0: Yeah. And, uh... Crybaby hears her on the radio denounce her drape
1: affiliations. Yeah, and they're, like, opening up an amusement park. Oh, how modern. (laughs) <laughs> but like they're like like they're like a thing called an amusement park
0: and then he gets thrown into the hole for spontaneously breaking out into a well-choreographed dance number
1: yeah in the license plate printing area of the prison yeah because they even have him like printing a license plate that says allison Wow, which is the character's actual name, uh, while while listening to it, which I thought was hilarious.
0: Yeah, so he gets stirred in the hole, where he gets a a single teardrop tattoo, which means something different in 1954, apparently. Yes, and uh, the hole also has more than one person in it.
1: It also has a manhole in it.
0: Yeah seems like an oversight where you have a loose fitting grate that a man could fit through in a prison cell but what do I know about 1950's jail cell technology
1: <laughs> Crystal I knows about 1980's prison cell technology
0: yeah and retrospectively a terrible major <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I mean it was a pretty I mean it was a pretty specific concentration I will admit uh,
0: yeah I had to learn a lot about a lot of things, but turns out nobody wants to know much about prison technology from 1980 in this job market.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, but when somebody needs it, they're probably not gonna get a hold of yeah. me because
1: oh, oh. Though Chris, if I ever, if I ever shoot a horror movie in a 1980s prison, I will bring you on as a consultant.
0: Oh, thank God! These student debt loans are just killing me.
1: <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to imagine what a, what a, it, I like, I'd want to do like session nine only in a 1980s prison. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Cause session nine is an amazing movie.
0: It is very underrated. Is it?
1: Yeah. Okay. I think it's just unknown because everyone I know who knows it's like, oh yeah, that movie's amazing.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't get it doesn't get its props. I don't know why. Yeah. It's real good.
1: Yeah, I always suggest that one and Let the Right One In when people ask me for horror movies. Like, like I like horror movies. Like, well, have you seen Let the Right One In? No. I'm like, oh, Swedish vampire movie, really good. Don't watch the American one. It's it's not as good. Not that it's a bad movie. It's just not as good as Let the Right One In. And then Session Nine.
0: I always recommend Basket Case. <laughs> And a Solo double feature, because I feel like yeah. that, that really gets you places.
1: And then never one ever ask Chris for a movie <laughs> recommendation again.
0: Yeah. Watch Solo first, and then follow up with Basket Case as a palate cleanser. That's my advice.
1: And if they ever come back and ask for suggestions, Chris, run.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I get a restraining order immediately.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. No, they've proven that they're not good people.
0: Yeah, oh, no. No, because you're not, you're not supposed to actually enjoy that. I tell people to watch Where the Dead Go to Die because I don't like conversations with other people. <laughs> you should watch this. No, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, the third act, right?
0: It's fucking horrible.
1: Yeah. But you still talk to Nikki Pooh and isn't he the one who suggested that one to us?
0: Uh no. 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 That okay. was that was uh who did Ross, I think.
1: Yeah. Whatever Yeah, but you still talk to Ross, don't you? Or was that the last movie Ross ever suggested to us? Hey,
0: I never heard from No, because he suggested last uh, The Last Vampire on Earth because he's a shithead. Oh,
1: okay. oh. oh God, that <laughs> movie was terrible.
0: Hey, Ross trolled us, but it's fine.
1: It's fine. I mean, he maybe has suggested the worst movies we've watched to us, but I have one on the list that uh, Jimmy Screamer Claus did the uh, music for.
0: Yeah. Well, we there I I have a uh, a couple in my back pocket when I feel like this needs to stop. I have <laughs> I have four movies that I'm going to put out all at once. Because then nobody want to do this anymore.
1: <laughs> it's like and then we're just going to shut it down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. We're going to end with this because there's no coming back from it. <laughs> we're never going to be able to look each other in the eye again after this. <laughs>
1: Glenn Danzig's full collection.
0: Yeah. Nope. I'll tell you off Mike just what it's even called and you'll be like, "What the shit?"
1: Yeah. Oh. I think I might know. <laughs> I think I might know.
0: Okay. It's some yeah. horrible shit.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I, if it's what I'm thinking of, just the name sounds terrible. That's all you need. Yeah. It's like one of those things like when people like smell something like, they're like, oh, God, this smells terrible. Here, smell this. Yeah. My answer is always no. I believe that it smells terrible. I don't need to experience that myself.
0: I've never once been on the good end of smell this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like not a single time of my fucking life.
1: <laughs> but like why, why do people do that, though? Like you say, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I've ever smelled. Here, smell this. And people are like, oh, yeah. Oh, God, that is the worst thing I've ever smelled. Here, you smell this. I it, threw it up in my run. mouth and my dick didn't work right for three days. Smell this. Smell this. Like, no. The answer to that is just no. <sighs> but anyway, anyway crybaby. Crybaby, yes. Um. Yeah, so he gets his tattoo. He gets threatened with a haircut again. And then his companion's like, "Hey, dude, this is your chance. Sneak out of here through the through the manhole that's in our room that you can totally just crawl out of without anybody you know cutting a hole in a wall with a rock hammer with,
0: yeah, so he escapes. meanwhile, hatchet face and boyfriend steal a helicopter, yep to conduct a prison break.
1: yep, they land in the like the workout yard,
0: yeah." And they just run through the prison and then leave, it's real weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it's and they're like they're like they have a the bit where they're like, "Where's, where's Crybaby?" And they're like, "Oh, he's that way." And everyone's like, "No, he's that way." And someone's like, "No, no, no, he's back the other way." And they are "No, like, oh, no, no, he's that way." And they just keep running back and forth and back and forth because it's, fuck, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And to this point, the movie goes fully off of the
1: rails. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. I think it's weird. And and they escape by jumping into the back of a trash truck. Yeah. That drives off.
0: And, uh, meanwhile, Crybaby has been crawling through pipes.
1: Andy Dufresne style.
0: Yeah. With less shit.
1: Yes. Well, and, yes. uh. But there is a rat.
0: Yeah, the magic rat tells him the way to go. And the magic rat is full of poor advice, though.
1: Oh, yes, because, you know, the uh, that haircut that he had been threatened with earlier, The apparently the rat just led him right to the haircutting place and then laughs at him.
0: Yeah, like rats do.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, as all this is going on, Iggy Pop and Grandma and Ricky Lake have come up with a plan yes. to rescue their children from the... The, uh, orphanarium.
1: <laughs> and so they, they, they dress up like respectable people.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I love the fucking orphanage. I think it's fucking <laughs> hilarious.
1: Like, oh yes, this girl here, she's, she's white. That's all she has going for her. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the the orphans are in like little dioramas of like, yeah. And like,
1: and this one can iron clothes and cook food, and like, basically, they're like trying to sell you children based on what they can do, and it's terrible but hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's set up like the, like the insect house at the zoo, where it's just like a little glass enclosure with like yeah. a backdrop and a kid on like a fucking little bouncy horse.
1: Yeah, I mean or, it's like it's like those caveman dioramas at the museum.
0: Yeah, or like uh there's one playing a little tiny grand piano, like
1: <laughs> a baby grand. Yeah, no,
0: even smaller.
1: Oh, okay, uh, it's
0: a zygote grand.
1: <laughs> a blast, a blastocyst grand. <laughs> and uh, uh, they
0: find her kids, which are dressed up as conjoined uh, twins for fucking no discernible reason.
1: Oh, and they call them Siamese twins, and I was like, oh, no, but this was 1990, so that makes sense, but oh, no. Well, 1990 and
0: 1954, simultaneously.
1: Yeah. Oh, because, you know, because they're more expensive, somehow? You
0: you gotta sew the school clothes together, it's the whole thing, and (laughs) they're not psychologically developed enough to handle the rigors of it, the lady says. And that's when Ricky Lake pulls a goddamn pipe gun on him. And she's like, now these are my kids, and I'm taking them. And not only that, but then they bust out all the other kids.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and they take off out of there. Yep. With the kid driving, which I thought was funny.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he steals cars, so of course he knows how to drive.
0: And they're all... uh they're they're all gonna meet up at the theme park opening,
1: the amusement park.
0: So they take off. We meet back up with Tracy Lords at her parents' house.
1: Oh yes, because they have gotten a Swedish girl to arrive. Who the only thing she says is ja? yeah, yeah, ja. yeah, ja. yeah.
0: Yeah, and they're basically trading her for the Swedish girl.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a. Ex- Student exchange, only we don't want you back.
0: <laughs> yeah. But she takes off and uh, hitches a ride with the the sex pervert photographer guy from earlier.
1: Yeah, so things will work out well there.
0: And uh, what could possibly go wrong? They head to the
1: amusement park. The, yes. Amusement park. I almost corrected you with the incorrect one. Damn it. And they're... Uh,
0: they're singing Mr. Sandman, and uh, she catches a uh, head well, wasp, and head,
1: head wasp, like steals her part.
0: Yeah, the real dick move.
1: Yeah, like he's terrible.
0: He steals like, her know, part and then makes eyes at the fucking hussy. Oh, Lenora. Yeah, and then she just like spontaneously says that she lied about everything by stealing a child's toy.
1: Yeah, she's like, "This is this is my cry. This is Crybaby's baby with me." And you, and then I think that's when Sandra Dee goes, "Oh, that girl's just fucking nuts."
0: Yeah, and uh, okay, and Crybaby's grandma meets up with uh, Sandra D's grandma, and she has been turned over to the uh, drapes because you can tell because she's got a sick ass skull and crossbones brooch now. Yes. And Iggy Pop dresses up like a bunny and zip lines her to safety. <laughs> which is which, the thing that happened.
1: Which is, like, either the best or worst dream anyone has ever had.
0: Yeah. And, uh... They, they abscond with her. And they head to the correctional facility for juveniles... And through the power of song They convinced Convin- the judge Well through the power of song And the judge's boner For Sandra Dee's grandma <laughs> they Convinced c- them to
1: let Crybaby go
0: Yeah And uh They free Crybaby And the judge is like nah he, He's, re- he's re- rehabilitated Cause I wanna fuck this
1: other lady I mean justice and like I don't know like Sandra G's grandma's not the greatest looking woman in the world but hey whatever lifts your robe I guess fair enough and uh there's a
0: bunch of uh to do at his release where the squares and the drapes are all there yep not that nobody's gotten in trouble for the like litany of felonies that have been committed at this point
1: just crybaby.
0: Yeah, I mean they—they uh, they literally stole a helicopter, landed it in a prison. Uh, Ricky Lake pulled a gun at an orphanage, released a bunch of children fairly into the wild.
1: Had her five-year-old child driving.
0: Yeah, definitely stole that car.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, who knows what kind of sex crimes that fucking creepy dude got up to in the ride?
1: Oh, with crazy lords? Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, they decide the only logical way to settle their differences is through chicken, chicken yep. with, but not regular chicken, but chicken where you also have to ride on top of the car. Yes. And uh, this is a musical number also
1: yes well I mean all chicken rides should be musical numbers yeah we've seen we've seen this in Footloose
0: you just gotta dance sometimes you know
1: you gotta hold out for a hero and uh so they play
0: chicken Ricky Lake gives birth to a human child during it (laughs)
1: well I'm glad it was a human child
0: I mean they showed it like I I had to know it was a human child so (laughs) it's like I mean, what other kind of child could it be? I don't know, man. I don't know much about...
1: I mean, it's a John Waters movie, so I guess you do need to specify, but... And, uh...
0: Like, Crybaby wins the chicken game. And, like, that just fixes it, I guess? I don't know.
1: Well, the other guy's been defeated, so he no longer has any claim on Sandra D.
0: That's true. He's now... She is now his property because it's the 50s. Yep. And uh, that's it pretty much.
1: And no cars fly off into the sunset.
0: But everybody does have a single tear fall.
1: Yes. Out of their left eye, which I
0: thought was hilarious for reasons I couldn't possibly explain to anyone.
1: Well, especially like when like the 5-year-old child did as well. Yeah. That was that was the one that got me. I was like, "Okay, that's that's real good." And that's Crybaby. Yay. So Chris, what did you think of this movie?
0: I think that it's pretty good. I mean, it's not fucking high art. But I think it's I think it's worth a watch. John Waters in this era of John Waters, he is not going for the shock and awe, fucking scorched earth shit that he did in earlier in his career. This is, Which we
1: have not gotten to yet.
0: This is John Waters trying to keep the thematic thing that he likes going, but make it more palatable for a contemporary audience. I think this is his first big studio film. And I think this is just a compromise between... His ideas and making something that the studio wasn't going to say, oh, fuck, no, we're not paying you to do that. (laughs) I mean, you can definitely tell what his stance about things is in this movie. It's a lot like Pecker in that way where. It's. I think this is more subtle than Pecker.
1: Well, yeah, it doesn't have the big like F. You to the New York socialites at the end kind of thing. It's like you can just... There's just a general hatred of the squares embedded in this movie throughout the whole thing as opposed to, like, the the big reveal and, like, special message at the end of Pecker.
0: Yeah. I mean, because jo- John Waters has a very specific theme that almost all of his movies seem to have in common. Which, I don't... I suppose... I could save till later. I could say it now. I don't know what's the right move. Just say it now. John Waters movies, it's all about the the worst thing you could possibly do is not be unapologetically who you are. And in all of his movies, that's basically the theme. In this, the drapes are the good guys, even though they do the bad things, because they are unapologetically who they are. Squares, they're just acting like who they're supposed to be. And that's why everybody was so accepting of Sandra D. But yeah. the Squares would never accept the others because oh they don't they don't fit, man. They're they're doing this or that or the other thing.
1: Yeah, they're letting their freak flags fly, and we can't have that.
0: Yeah. And thematically It definitely is a John Waters movie. I think it's it's fine. It's hard to recommend, sort of, because it is very specifically a musical. The pacing is a little weird. It's real fast.
1: It's like a waltz, kind of. It's like quick, quick, slow. Quick, quick, slow.
0: Yeah, and it, it... it doesn't get real out of hand until the very end, and then things get pretty wacky. But all in all, I th- I say it's pretty good. It it's you know, it's like a six. It's better than average. But I say I say give it a go. If you've never seen it. If you're uh if you watched Pecker and you're curious about John Waters, I think this is a good a good second course. What do you say, Troy?
1: I liked it. I mean, I I like that, like, you know, Pecker kind of had all the characters turned up to 11. This one had everyone turned up to about 13. I'm expecting things to go higher later as we go further back into his filmography. So, I enjoyed it. I like musicals. I mean, I love Grease. It's a fun movie. Like, the, the songs are fun. Like, I... I you know so I, I like musicals. Hotlanta, th- that would be a negative for him, I feel like. But for me, it being a musical or having musical numbers in it is a probably a bonus. Cause it just adds this the sur- the surrealness of the of the movie. Cause if there's one thing I've learned after watching two John Waters movies, is that he likes the surreal in his movies. So having musical numbers makes perfect sense to me in that regard. Uh no, I had fun. I enjoyed this movie. I think people should watch it. I probably liked it a little bit better than pecker, but not a whole lot more. So what are we watching next week? Chris, assuming we have an episode next week,
0: we are watching hairspray
1: tentatively. Yes. And if we don't have an episode next week, we'll skip hairspray and move on to another movie, which we won't reveal because I don't want to accidentally reveal it before necessary. Uh, we'll let our patrons know on the patreon discord channel uh if there's any changes but i have i have a funeral that weekend due to my friend passing so i may or may not be there and hotlanta is iffy at best so we may or may not have an episode
0: so what if other people want to whatever things and other stuff how would they do that
1: uh, well, they can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They can message us on Facebook where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They can go to our Discord server to the Movie Requests channel, and that is at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com to get the invite there. Uh, let's see. They could also go to our subreddit at r slash shppodcast. They could tweet us at SlaughterPrince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. Uh, other than that, if you want to listen to us in some way other than they are currently doing, they can go to pretty much any podcast aggregator out there and find us there. So come oh, back. And then, oh, hold on. Oh, oh. We, we got to get the money, Chris.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: The guy at the money. So, yes, if you'd like to support us financially, you could go to Patreon or store.slashprincess.com. And our store now features safety towels to go along with your science towels.
0: Yeah you can have an entirely, entirely embarrassing bathroom compliment if you'd like just
1: says safety and science and in comic sans in comic sans because I don't understand what's funny no that's why it's funny it's because it's in comic sans
0: so come back next time for Hairspray probably
1: and while their podcasts think about movies we'll drink about movies bye Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal.